0: Hello and welcome to the Finder Flow radio show. My name is Winston Wittis and today we have a very special episode. Today's episode is an update. Update three in a row. Update actually four in a row but third one I'm recording today because I'm still in traffic and it's a long, it's a long day friend. I'm sitting in traffic and I want to share with you some some new insights. Plus, I'm bored out of my mind, bored out of my gourd. Okay, here. So, what, what's the point? What's the point? What's the theme? All right, it's an update. So that means it, it's contemporary. It's what's happening right now. What I'm thinking about. What I'm working on right now. As opposed to some of the other episodes, which were recorded and I planned to record them, pretty or produce them, put them out there pretty quickly, but I didn't. So there, there's multiple timelines. Speaking of timelines, do you ever watch this show? Community. It's not, it may or may not be uh, up your alley, but I love it. Elena and I love it. It's hilarious. Genius. Community. Super good. Multiple timelines. Anyway, um, there was a point for, oh, yes. Fun new thing. So, something I've been doing for the last few years is investing in technology and not like cryptocurrency or anything that cool i think it's even cooler than that but most people probably wouldn't but it's marketing stuff marketing toys for all the marketing geeks out there and this new one i bought will allow me (laughs) to produce challenges online challenges so like you know, lose five pounds this weekend or whatever, right? And I was like, okay, well, how am I going to use this? I'm not going to spend all this money and not have a real plan to do something important with it and, of course, to monetize because it's for my business and it's got to make money at some point, right? It's an investment. The technology is an investment to help me serve my clients, my customers better. So I was like, okay, how am I going to do that? So one thing I want to do for a long time is get to the point, ramp up to the point with Find Your Flow Publishing, to where I am publishing one book a week. Now that's kind of insane from where I sit today. Where I've had that goal for years. It's been it's been kind of a vision or you know something I'm working towards. And I've you know had uh, I think I've published like you know six books, eight books, somewhere in there total in uh, at least on one of the big platforms that you know of, um, and then a bunch of others on finderflow.com. So a bunch of books there, and then some that I publish on Amazon and other places. And I want to do more, but not just me writing books and publishing books, well, me publishing the books, but I want other people's stories, you know? I don't want it to always just be me writing and sharing this. So how could I get other people to share their flow stories how did they find their flow and how could i systematize that in such a way where i always have enough new authors coming in and new material to be publishing a book a week that's kind of the big goal and i've been you know trying to figure out different ways to do it and i've seen some people do it online and it's cool but this is something for me i want to really make a machine where it's consistent and it's effortless and automatic as possible so it occurred to me like man be great I can make a challenge become a, and I did this before actually a few years back when I was doing a TEDx event I was leading up to a TEDx event and I wanted to publish a book and so I was like okay you know I'll do this challenge where you could get published in 10 minutes or less you could become a published author in 10 minutes or less that was the promise that was the the offer and I got a great response rate I had a ton of people opt in not a ton I mean that's a relative term but for me, I was really excited with the, and it was like maybe 30 something, you know, cause I only is, you know, it's super last minute. That's how I operate sometimes. So super last minute, you know, like two days before the event. And I was like, okay, how am I going to write and publish a book by the time I'm on stage you know, on the, in the weekend? And so it's was like, okay, well, I got to get people pumped up. And if I just get a bunch of people to submit their work, you know, I'll compile it and put it into the next book. And so I had a great response. A lot of people were really excited and you know, oh yeah, we're gonna do it. And then and so part of the whole thing was like I wanted to make it as easy as possible for people to send me, you know, to write something meaningful for them, send it to me, and I would do all the hard work of putting it all together and the publishing details and all that. And I had a lot of people that participated. A lot of people that became published authors that day and, or co-authors. And that was awesome. I felt super re- rewarded, you know, in that respect. But I'll be honest, there was a lot of people that never took the next step. And I was kind of, I don't want to say disappointed, but I was kind of like, not even shocked. I guess just kind of like, huh, you know, like I know some of these people really want to be, to kind of like put that feather in their cap, so to speak. But, yeah, it just didn't make it to the finish line. And it didn't cost any money. I wasn't charged anything. So the barrier to entry was as low as I could figure out how to make it. It It's basically send me at least, you know, 25 to a few hundred words, you know, and I will publish it. But some people just didn't ever make it to the finish line for whatever reason. So this uh, challenge software I'm very excited about. Because that was the first thing that I was like oh okay that's that's what I could use this for. I can start to make a weekly challenge and get people into it and start to get people you know really pumped up and give them a good framework for becoming published authors, giving them the the whole path and just uh make it so and and that's yeah, so I invested in that I haven't I did start it a little bit, so I'm getting." working through that software but I've been super busy and I was just showing houses I think I said that in a couple episodes ago I was just up in Marietta California showing houses <coughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry friend uh it's supposed to be in supposedly an hour away or less but as luck or fate would have it been on the road for over an hour and a half probably closer to two hours now and I still got over an hour to go so I'm in a great mood, friend. I've got to use the restroom. And uh yeah, yeah. I'm alive and, and healthy, so I can't complain too too much, right? W- wish I could be spending time with my wife and kids at this moment, instead of spending my Saturday sitting in traffic having to go pee. But such is life. Such is life, right? Instead, I'm here with you sharing Something that I hope to bring value to you with. So what will that be today? How might I be able to do that? Well, the contests. okay? So maybe you want to be, maybe you've had an experience that you like sharing with people or people ask you about, and maybe you'd like to or, or pass it down, you know, to the next generation. Um, then this would be maybe an awesome challenge for you. So keep an eye out for that. And I don't know where – oh, I'm going to pr- probably promote it on Instagram and Facebook and those kind of things. And then the Find Your Flow site, it's like I don't – gosh, and one thing I realized with the findyourflow.com is um, I switched – I've switched where I host the podcast. And I thought it was just going to feed magically into finderflow.com forward slash podcast and publish the episodes there. It does not, as I found out. So that's frustrating. So it looks like nothing's been coming out there. But the good news is the tracking is way better. So I can see that I'm getting a lot more downloads and listeners than I imagined. So that's been fabulous news. So thank you, friend. Appreciate that. If you share this with any like-minded friends, that's also greatly appreciated quite magical, quite inspiring, motivating, you know. I'm pretty self-motivated to be honest overall, but knowing that people actually listen and appreciate what I'm doing or at least listen, maybe maybe they don't appreciate it, maybe they just make fun of it the whole time. I don't know. But I'm going to assume that if you're with me this long, must like something. So that's inspiring and much appreciated and it's getting syndicated, pushed out to different platforms. So that's all good. All right. Contest So that's one contest, become a published author. I think that's going to be super fun to get that up and running and do that on a weekly basis. Um, Along with that, some of the upgrades or, you know, like pro versions will be, you know, for somebody to become a guest on this podcast. If they've got a good story to share, then they can get get interviewed here on the show. They can find your flow TV. I think I might've mentioned that I've been, Working on some stuff with that behind the scenes, kind of slow going, but it is what it is. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Trying to figure out so many levels to it. There's a lot of levels to it, friend, and I spent the last two update episodes trying to just, you know, kind of hint at certain things, and that was tiring, (laughs) It was, let's be honest. But it was it is important and hopefully you understand why. And yeah, hopefully it's worth it. I think it's worth it. I feel good that I said it. Whatever I said, whatever it means. Okay. What else? Contests. I was excited to tell you about the contests. Oh, oh, stickers. I think I told you some time ago that I bought a bunch of stickers, and I did a campaign where you could text in the word stickers to this phone number, and I had a huge response. That was amazing, and I burned through all my stickers like super quick because I said I'd send two per person, and I, boom, ran out of stickers uh, basically in one day. So and I just reordered stickers. I got those. Essential oils. Oh, have I told you about that? Did you know that at finderflowcom forward slash shop, you can find essential oils now? That's pretty amazing. I'm going to have some new scents out soon, but very, very excited and proud about that. Um, supplements. If you want to live a healthy lifestyle or you already do and you're just looking to flow with it even more, there are now all sorts of vitamins and supplements inside of the Find Your Flow shop. So that that's huge that took me forever to to line up all that kind of stuff oh so that was good what else um oh so the contest is like you know I'm going to do yeah like weight loss get a flat belly in x number of days kind of thing and then build your business in X number of days you know launch a podcast all these different fun challenges is kind of the idea sticker get stickers when you complete the challenge or like um you know do this or that that's kind of the idea. Start making super fun things that people can engage in. And I know that I tr- don't ask for too much engagement on the podcast because it's kind of just like you and me, and we're you know not trying to like make you have to do anything or actually talk to me or actually interact. Because I know for myself, it's like ah, I don't necessarily want to do that with you know people I listen to, but sometimes I do. But you know, it's just nice to be anonymous. I think I appreciate my o- anonymous anonymity and anonymity I appreciate being anonymous to the extent that I can and I try to keep a low profile while also trying to build the brand and build the business right and it's a fine balance because I'm the one that's doing most of this stuff so it's like I'm kind of promoting what I'm doing and a lot of it kind of revolves around me but I don't want it to revolve around me forever so that's where I'm at. I'm trying to help get you involved if you want to be. And if not, no problem, no pressure, no pressure, friend. Not trying to, you know, do anything like that. But if you know those people that do want to get a message out, send them our way. Send them my way, our way. Me and myself and I, the voices in my head that I let take up some space and talk through me sometimes. We could talk about that, I guess. Voices in my head. Um, they're not my they're not me necessarily. They're different egos, different versions of my ego, perhaps, different elements of myself. What is self? I am the silent observer. I am. And then the noise that sometimes is in my head, that's not me. They come from me. Some of it some of it's from outside sources. Did you know that sometimes have you ever had I have a friend, she had some really good insights around this we were talking and um she was pointing out how kind of like her aha moment her awakening i guess is another way some people might experience it um she like kind of noticed that the that there's like thought bubbles in her head sometimes like bubbles of thoughts or words that weren't hers like where did they come from were these just beamed into her head how did this thought come about? And she started to recognize like hey, some of these are just like garbage, junk thoughts from someplace else. They don't belong in my head. Um, but then there's these other thoughts that are like hers or her intuition. And it was neat to hear her say that. And kind of, she said it better than I'm saying it, but hopefully you kind of get the idea. And I had a conversation with my, with our oldest son when he was like maybe seven um seven eight maybe six and it was this idea of like i was trying to help him understand that he's not his thoughts you are not your thoughts friend i don't know if you know that a lot of us sometimes slip into the habit perhaps of thinking that our thoughts are us or that we are thinking our thoughts (laughs) which isn't always necessarily true so where did the thoughts come from in that case and when i was asking my son this, and I'm trying to, you know, elicit some, some experiences and thoughts around it. He, oh, trip. Oh, uh, there's a truck going by uh, along my right side right now, and it has this. Um, oh, what? It's got a uh, logo or an image of a little castle. And it's actually an army vehicle I see now. It doesn't look like an army vehicle, but it said it in uh, print. And then it says government tags in the back. Oh, and there's another. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, anyway, where did the thoughts come from? So so my son, Bradley, he was like, well, of course those thoughts are me. They're in my head. <laughs> And I thought, yeah, that's kind of, you know, I think a lot of us would just jump to that conclusion. It's like, well, it's in my head, so of course it's me. It's my thoughts, right? Is it? I don't know, friend. You tell me. So getting to the point where you can keep the the voices in one's head completely silent regularly, like long enough to where the the little voices that jump up that say like, oh, wait, we got to go pick up the kids. Oh, wait, I got to pay taxes. Oh, I got to, you know, pick up something from the store. Oh, I got to do homework. I got to fold the laundry. Like those voices that jump up, that is not you either, okay? It serves a function, you know, if we need a reminder to go do the laundry or pick up the kid from school or whatever. Yeah, it's important sometimes, right? But it could also be, distracting. It could also be dangerous. It could be voices that um, are echoes from, from people who were positive in our life. It could be echoes of voices who were not positive in our life. And if we haven't practiced or taken the time, and let's face it, how many of us have that time, especially nowadays, but maybe you know, growing up or throughout your life, where you've had the opportunity to practice discernment in the voices in your head, practice right it's not like we it's a one-and-done an overnight success right I'm not trying to sell you magic pills that make you enlightened that's not it's not my product I sell pills right vitamins minerals those kind of pills and I sell self-help books and programs that is what I sell but I don't know if you've noticed or listened enough episodes or consumed enough of my define your flow type uh, books and tapes and whatnot but the idea is not ever really i don't think maybe maybe in some of the marketing i don't know i shouldn't say that but it's not like a one and done that's not that's not the philosophy of find your flow one and done it's generally more lifestyle long term how can you get do this forever and ever i'm reading this book oh here's some stuff okay reading this book uh I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm going to butcher it, and then I'm going to try to spell it for you. But it's a Japanese word, ikigai, ikigai, um I-K-I-G-A-I. And it's basically like one's life purpose and fulfillment and living on purpose and doing that thing and being in, the, and being in flow, being in flow, okay, with the thing that is your purpose and, and your thing you do. And it's these guys, these authors that – um they went to i think they're called blue zones where people live longer than most normal humans they're in their hundreds and plus in high density high density of hundred plus centurions you know in this areas and one happens to be in japan and they're interviewing people and trying to figure out like what's the meaning to a long and fulfill fulfilling life right how you guys do it <laughs> what is the secrets and so a couple of things, I've been reading this book, and it's all about flow, right? And giving me some fantastic insights and triggering things for me, uh, you know, just along my own journey. And honestly, friend, the last few times I've read it, it's like I just started crying, like parts of it just, I don't know why exactly. Um, I've always felt very deeply um, connected, also drawn to Japanese culture and aesthetics. And like fake memories or imagined memories of things from japan you know one might um make things up as far as like uh, past life experiences perhaps i might make things up, uh along those lines perhaps i haven't done any past life regression around that specifically um, because i'm scared to trick myself I've done past life stuff in the past and felt like when I hit it and when I've had experiences like it's been like I felt it like oh wow yeah that was legit you know I had those kind of experiences I haven't dove into that piece of it just because I I don't know but I do have very strong intuitions about it and certain aspects of it and yeah just last couple times I've just read it it's like I've been gotten super emotional and super and started literally crying so that's been kind of interesting. And then I was driving today to, you know, come show houses, and it's an hour drive, supposedly. And I was like, oh, man, I, I'm in my car, which I haven't spent much time in my car in a long time. And I have Japanese, learn to speak Japanese CD right here. So it's like, shoot, I haven't listened to that in a while. So I put that in and listen to Japanese and learn to speak Japanese again. Oh, there's another accident right here. People just lighten themselves up. Come on, man. Come on, guys. Right in the middle of the dang, Dude, you got... We're going two miles an hour, bro. How did you do that? Somebody's probably playing on their phone, man. Come on, guys. I better pay attention, not rubber so I'm not the next person to do something silly. Anyway, friend. So, Japanese... Japanese is cool. I feel like I'm learning some Japanese. And that whole vibe is very familiar to me. And what else? Maybe that was it. Was that the big thing I wanted to share? Is there anything more that I should say or be feeling or experiencing or sharing? Ah, okay. Well, um, so as I started to build out the... So what am I doing when I do that? Right there, friend. Let's let's break that down for a minute. Let's psychoanalyze myself as I like to do. Took some psychology classes in college, really loved it. Um I have practiced being of empty mind for many years, clear mind, empty mind, shutting out the noise. When I was a teenager, I did not know anything about that, and I used to have very negative, very dangerous voices in my head okay and i didn't know that they weren't me i didn't know that i chose which ones to feed and there's a story about two wolves and which one you know the good wolf and the bad wolf so to speak and which one will win well the one that you feed which one will survive the one that you feed right? If you're feeding the negative one, it's going to keep going. It's going to be stronger and stronger and survive, and it's going to overwhelm the good one, and vice versa. If you feed the good one and starve the negative one, then you'll have the positive one. And as I started learning more about hypnosis and self-hypnosis and psychology and positive mental attitude and affirmations, and I started really practicing, then I started to really learn like, oh my gosh, these voices and these scenes in my head, they're not me, and I can control them. It takes practice. It didn't happen overnight, friend. It wasn't a pill, magic pill I took that did it for me, right? I had to do it. I, me, however I, I self-identify. Oh, I can change how I self-identify. I can say to myself, oh, I'm X, Y, Z. I'm this, I'm that. And that could either help me or it could hurt me. I could be unconsciously placing... Barriers to things with the way I talk. I could be unconsciously setting myself up for success with the way I talk. And at that time, before I really started to understand the power of it, I was setting myself up for failure time and time again. And I was having it time again. And failure is kind of a weird word, but just basically, you know, setting myself up for negative experiences or experiences I didn't necessarily want to have, but then they would become self-fulfilling prophecies, and I would always be right. Oh, well, that's not going to work because of this, and then it wouldn't work because of that, right? Oh, well, that sounds cool, but it's probably going to be stupid. Oh, and then it was stupid, right? Um, then, as I started to learn, like, no, wait, this is this is a silly, kind of crazy game. Like, what if I just start saying things the opposite way? Well, then I would be wrong all the time, would I? I don't know. Let's try it. Let's test it. And then I start changing my language. Ooh, have you ever been conscious of the language you use, friend? Or does it just come out of your mouth and then you hear it afterward? I know people like that. They don't know what they're going to say. They just, it's just whatever they say, they say. And then that's what they go with because they said it. (laughs) Didn't they? It was them. Or was it? People are unconscious sometimes. They're not aware of where that voice came from, of whose influence, who, what program they're running, whose program they're running. What if our brains are like software, or like a program, uh, like a uh, computer at some levels? And if somebody else is... If you're watching a program, TV program, listening to an audio program, what is that program programming you to do? If you can recite lines from a show... Are oof. if uh you can recite, you know, maybe your favorite movie or whatever, and you can say the lines. Okay. Well, if that's a script running in your computer, having an experience of things, and you have some things that you're aware of the thoughts, and there are things running subconsciously below your conscious level. You've got these like back. If you've ever had a computer, and it's like there's all these things running in the background blowing stuff down it's like what the heck are all these things who knows there's all these weird scripts and programs that we're unaware of they're not helping me you know use paint microsoft paint or write this blog post on my computer but they're doing something maybe it's like keeping the, the lungs breathing oxygen maybe it's keeping the heart pumping right of the computer or myself my physical biology the extent that I start to become more aware of it I can impact it oh why is this thing running I never I haven't played that stupid game in 20 years but it's running in the background slowing down my computer turn that off remove that program remove the program oh no you got to do oh you got to. are you sure you got to plug in this your uh, password if you really want to remove this this is deep in your core processor it's going to take some undoing you sure you want to do that it's going to take practice it's going to take time Okay, yeah, remove that old program. That's junky. It's slowing down my stuff. Just keep holding me back. I'll never play that stupid game anymore. I've learned. It's got new, new thoughts on things. I want to insert. I want to add a program. Okay, what is it? Well, I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch race cars. I'm gonna. I'm gonna become a uh, NASCAR fan. Okay. Oh, I like racing. I'm watching racing. Oh my gosh, look how fast they go. Oh my gosh, look. And I started learning, right? And start like listening to the podcast about it. I'm listening to watching TV shows. I'm buying, uh, what am I starting to do now? Like, oh, now I'm buying uh, racing gloves. Now I'm buying better tires on my car. Now I'm driving around corners because I know now I'm slowing down before I hit the car corner and I'm gassing it through the corner because that's how the race car drivers do it. Oh, I'm learning how to you know, cut the edges here and do this and that. So now all of a sudden my whole, reality is shifting because of the programs I'm starting to program into my mind. I'm watching programs that are programming me whether or not I'm aware of it, right? So I start acting different, start doing different things. So most of us do this completely unaware that we're even doing it. We just follow our passion, our likes. We oh I like this thing. I just saw some motorcycles go by. I was just uh you know, helping my friend my friend by this house and he's you know, was riding motorcycles and so the, they're deep in the motorcycle thing. They hear some blah 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 and they're like, Oh, it's gotta be a building. you know, they're talking motorcycles and it's over my head. But it's cool, you know. I like hearing them talk and you know, they're both dressed in leather and they got chains and the you know, boots and or cool shoes and the whole thing. Because they're bikers, and they're into that thing, and they know that, that language and that world, and, all, and now they're going to go to this bar and spike a bar, and they're going to do the thing. And So it's a whole different thing, right? So you probably have some things like that that you're into, maybe. Hopefully one of them is flowing, which could be with anything, right? Some of the examples, one of the examples in that book I was mentioning, Ikaige, Ikaige, Um was uh one of the things with uh, that sorry somebody just drove by distracted me um becoming conscious of the programs that we're putting into ourselves that we're exposing our minds to. So our minds are kinda of like software that could be pliable. Uh neuroplasticity, I believe is a word. You can rewire your brain. It can happen on accident if you're not paying attention and you're just watching programming and that program is programming you to do things you don't even know. Or you could be intentional and you could take your programs into your own hands and say, well, I want to learn this, I want to learn that. And you could watch programs on that and you could learn those things, right? And so with what Find Your Flow is all about is trying to give you and everyone those kind of better options because the default options as we talked about in the last episode or two, like pop music, pop culture. What do you do with it? You chew it up, you spit it out. It's garbage. There's no, there's nothing beyond that, right? It's surface level. So how do we get into the depth of it? Well, into the depth of what? What's the meaning of life? Oh, what's the point of it all? Where are we going? Why are we sitting in traffic on a Saturday afternoon? Sorry, friend. Sorry, I'm calm. flowing, right? Obviously. Because I'm making the most of it. Talking here with you, trying to share something that can improve your life and give me a purpose in this moment. I can do what I do best, which is talk on the phone. Talk to a podcast recording. Blocking out the fact that I have to pee still. Forgetting about it. Getting lost in the doing of it. Not the peeing. Not the peeing. Not right now. Got another hour to go before we can do that. In the doing of the recording. So, when I when I get silent here sometimes, I don't know if you realize this, but I rarely plan out what I'm gonna say on this in this show because I'm long for the ride too. But that but where do the voices come from? Where does what I'm saying come from? Well, we did this call. Who was it with? Oh oh yes, yeah, so this was maybe like four years ago, and it was with the company I work for, I consult for. And they brought in this lady who is a experience. It's like, you know, there's like a CEO, C F O, you know, like C level executives. And then there was her and she was like a CXO, which is like chief experience officer. Like how do people experience the brand and the company and this and that? And one of the first things she did was these personality tests, you know, so everybody could kind of see the personality type and then she could help kind of like Optimize everything, right? So it's the one that's kind of like, oh, friend. And see, there's something in the card on the left that I want to tell you about, friend. But it's it's a touchy subject with everything going on. Layers of these things. Fear, here's what's going on, friend. Let me just put it to you like that. Oh, a lot of fear. So, um. And that gets heavy, you know? Like, so we try not to go that route. So we redirect it consciously to the light. Friend, programming, choosing programming that uplifts us and points us to our highest and best selves. That's what I invest in. And that's what I want and do make available to you through finderflow.com. And because you listen to the podcast, and I try to plant these seeds every once in a while. um there's like the store prices the shop prices for stuff for all the stuff and then there's like the homie hookup all right you're a homie because if you listen to me Babylon, on and you know you have the patience to get to the nuggets then you're awesome like you're amazing and I want to hook you up with this stuff at like crazy prices so I try to plant these little cool sales that's kind of one of the other things I think I mentioned before but it's it's really fun. This is fun for me, and it's, it's not out there yet, really. I mean, it's out there, but it's like I don't have it fully easy to find yet. So one thing I've promoted in the past, and if, you know, this is an update, so the idea is that I'm, I'm going to get home, and along with the other stuff I have to do, I'm going to publish this as quickly as I can. So it's as close to real-time as I can reasonably do. And with that, um, if you go to findyourflow.com forward slash VIP, uh, no, podcast VIP, findyourflow.com forward slash podcast VIP, I think is it. I haven't updated it. I hope it still works. If it doesn't, please bookmark it and check back because that's where you can opt in, uh, put in your email address, and then I'm going to send you like the super deals, you know, the best deals as I come up with them and like the cheapest, most awesome stuff in the Find your Flow shop. Okay. So that's just between you and me. And so that's exciting. Oh, so that's the idea is like as I look around – Oh man, deep stuff. So many places to go. Where can we go right now? The silence in my head, right? I try to make be a clear channel. I try to empty my thoughts and let the purest, cleanest vibe through into this podcast, right? That's what I try to do. I don't always do it, right? I got an ego. I'm a human and I say dumb things. I say things I wish I didn't say. I forget to say things i wish i said you know that's all part of the game right the practice for me it's an ongoing practice i'm not an expert or maybe i'm an expert and i still have to continue practicing right doctors continue their practice lawyers practice law where it's the ongoingness right remember i'm not trying to give you a one and done magic pill i'm trying to teach a lifestyle give a framework for a lifestyle for you to divine, create your own right find your purpose and your flow and flow through life and part of it is being lost in the doing of the thing that's the flow you find something and you do it and it may not be the most glorious thing but you do it so well and so deeply that it doesn't even matter before enlightenment chop wood carry water after enlightenment chop wood carry water what's the difference just the doing of the thing Right. That's that's what enlightenment is. And I think that in our culture, especially here in the West and United States, we have these ideas of like, oh, only enlightened masters. And like, oh, I could never be an enlightened master or, oh, that's you got to sit on a mountain for 20 years and pray and chant. And that's the only way you could do it. And or only God is it or only Jesus or only like whoever's, you know, and, um, you know, that's I, I disagree with that from my ego perspective, <laughs> right? Uh, and when I can get my ego out of the way and try to be the clear channel to bring the highest and best, right? The highest frequency information that I can handle and preparing my body and my mind for that, to be able to handle that with as much capacity and bandwidth as I can. And to not color it um, with my own preconceptions or limitations or perspectives but then I also do give my perspectives right I try to give you multiple perspectives with most of the stuff I'm trying to illustrate and personal experiences right because I can I think sometimes maybe that makes it more relatable so that's the balance uh, that goes on in my head sometimes when I'm quiet I'm just silencing the mind and allowing the whatever you want to call it to guide me to the next thing and then I kind of go down that path and see where it goes. And maybe it's a dead end or maybe it's, you know, oh, dang, there's like, I see what's going on now. Finally, I see that there's like a fire. There's like, gosh, there's like smoke and there's um, fire trucks and ambulances and whatnot, it looks like. So I might almost be past. Oh, yeah, there's I might break on through to the other side here in a moment, friend. I don't want to get too excited. I still got to pee. I don't have anything to go pee in. And it's really dangerous to try to do while I'm driving. But, um, human problems. <laughs> <sighs> yes. They Live. Have you ever seen that movie? Hmm? I saw it recently for the first time. Not recent, recently. Maybe like six months. Maybe a year ago. Pretty crazy movie. Documentary, some might argue person made it (laughs) might argue that said that so there's that friend may check that out don't want to alarm anybody (laughs) but the year is 2021 if one were looking to expand their consciousness that would be a way to do it the matrix of course classic classic also uh, the creators claim that that was a documentary. The creator and Fiona uh, Reeves and the stars, main stars. So that's kind of interesting when one maybe considers that as a perspective. <sighs> Programs choosing pro- Oh, oh, good one, Francie. And then I let it all like get stirred up in the back of the pot and then it comes together and it's like whoa i didn't see that one coming it's a surprise for me so the matrix programs goodness right have you seen the matrix of course right um matrix one uh or the original was he, i i know kung fu right keanu reeves neo he's sitting in the like he's he took the red pill he's not go he he wants to be done with the Matrix. He recognizes that it's a, a false reality. He's seeing through it. He's always sensed that something was off. Something wasn't quite right. Couldn't put his finger on it, right? Something's just not right with all this. And he has this this experience. And In the experience, we've got Morpheus. And Morpheus is like this wiser guy who's kind of like trying to give Neo the choice. Like, hey. If you take this pill you wake up in your bed and this was all just a dream you just imagined it and you just go back along your day-to-day grind and you know existence or you take the red pill and you see how just how deep the rabbit hole can go and he takes the red pill and so he's deep in it now he's he's not he can't turn back he knows that the, the thing that he's considered reality is just a facade. It's not real. It's, it's all operated within certain parameters, five senses, you know, eyes, certain frequencies of light, uh, sound, certain frequencies become sound. They travel through airwaves and certain frequencies, different pitches, right? Can feel things with the physical body, things that are dense enough to be interpreted as physical or maybe heat right? Which is a certain frequency. Smell travels through the airwaves and is certain frequencies picked up by the nose sensors (laughs) and taste buds to some degree, right? Which also is food taste. And so what we perceive as reality, if you were to look at the full spectrum of infinity, then we make up just a small bandwidth. What we perceive as reality only fits within certain limited frequencies. And we know that dogs have different... Whoa, hang on, friend. (coughs) Goodness, excuse me. I think I have some warm bang here I can tap into. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Rainbow unicorn. All right, um... Dogs, you know, can see not not as many frequencies as us, not as many colors, but their sense of smell is far superior, right? So they have a wider range of frequencies that they can tap into with their nose. And because their nose is the first and most dominant sense for them, their whole perspective is very different than ours, right? What if there was um, entities or beings that operate in frequencies that are completely outside of our realm of... Perception, is that possible? What do you think, friend? Is it possible that, you know, bees navigate by like the rays of the sun? They have certain vision that they use the sun somehow to to navigate. And there's like dung beetles that navigate by the moon. And there's like all these, animals can do all sorts of really amazing things, right? They operate on different wavelengths, different frequencies, different sensors, different ways of interpreting this physical reality and then there's beyond the physical reality right there's there's x-rays there's microwaves things that we can't through our five senses or even maybe through our six senses we can't even perceive them we have tools maybe we've developed tools to help us interpret these oh now i got this thing that can pick up if there's uh electromagnetic frequencies emfs got this thing that uh geiger can pick up radiation i've got this uh you know thing that can tell me if there's sub frequencies or you know high-pitched sounds that are outside the dog whistle right it's so high pitched that humans can't hear it, but it will drive dogs crazy there's are one could posit that there are realities outside of realities that we can as humans perceive is that fair to say is that possible is it plausible would it be naive to assume perhaps that this is the only reality Given that kind of context, have you ever experimented with things that have changed your perspective or your physical senses to where you've maybe thought it, seen things in a completely different light or realized like, oh my gosh, that's why people do this or that, like different cultures, right? Um, or let's just be honest, drugs, maybe, maybe you've experimented with mind-altering substances, and seeing into dimensions that most most of us don't see <clears throat> is that possible and if you had done that um have you ever tried to explain that to somebody else who's never done that what do they usually say uh most people can't you know say oh well you were on drugs it's not real oh you're crazy oh you're stupid oh you're you know like that doesn't count that's not real that doesn't happen well not in this reality so so you're crazy, you live in some other reality, well, some people do, right? Some of us are kind of out of touch, some of us are more grounded, some of us have our head in the clouds, in our imaginations, we're, you know, living in different timelines of our own, different, different priorities, that can shape our reality, our perception, can shape our reality, so if one can control one's perception, one can shift one's reality if you could control the frame of somebody else's perception you could control to a certain extent their reality couldn't you by that line of thinking not that anybody would ever want to do that to somebody else i mean i'm sure we're all just happy and content with everything we've got there's nobody out there that ever gets greedy or wants more that would never happen and and there would never be more than one person like that where they might actually try to work together to even Get more power and money. I mean, that would be ridiculous. Maybe you'd be a conspiracy theorist to think something silly like that, friend. Come on, don't get me started with your silly nonsense, friend. <sighs> the moon's out. I'm looking over these beautiful mountains, and there's a gibbous moon. I would guess three quarters of a gibbous moon. What is the moon? I wonder. Sometimes I don't know. Is the Earth flat? I don't think so, friend. Some people do. I've been seeing it pop up again. I already kind of went down that rabbit hole. As I had no. I appreciate that people ask that question. I appreciate that people come up with alternative theories. I appreciate that people take it seriously. Not everybody, of course. Science doesn't. And the people on TV, <laughs> flat Earth, stupid people. You know, I, I don't. I I appreciate that people try to are open to it and and take take on ideas like that and don't and question the status quo i appreciate that so i will not bash flat earthers i don't necessarily agree but here's but but i see some pretty solid uh arguments that have some sound logic to them and i appreciate that i appreciate that there can be things that logically make sense from completely opposite sides of the spectrum that to me is fascinating. I love that. Duality, one might call it, <laughs> right? I think that's, uh, I think there's magic there. So, um, so the moon is pretty neat, Um, where else were we going with this? Now we go back into the depths, so the spark hits me and sends me in a direction that I let that energy flow through my vocal cords, physical body. Programs right that I've programmed myself, excuse me ah um, dimensions once upon a time ago, not that long ago um, different yeah there there are there are ways that one could disassociate oneself with physical, re- oh, battery's low, okay, got to wrap it up, got to wrap it up, friend, I might might cut out at any moment, let's get real, let's bring it home as quickly as we can, I'm going to be passing this major fire thing and be headed on the way home, hopefully make some kind of good progress, all right, quick Winston, let's bring it, bring it higher power, all right, dimensionality, uh, one could get outside of this physical dimension and perceive other dimensions, and Um, I would not think you crazy for attempting that and or practicing that and or being more sensitive, perhaps, to uh, higher, more sensitive frequencies outside of these five and up into these six. The tingles, perhaps, that one might experience on the back of the neck or goosebumps, that kind of thing can tell you that you're maybe getting into those higher frequencies. Um, you may choose to eat less meat, be more sensitive to where your food comes from is a possibility for some people. Um, you may perceive this reality as um, in some instances perhaps uh, flat or um, that there may be time within the time or the fabric of what we consider the space time that makes up our reality. Uh, the dimensions we are able to, the frequencies we're able to, Van eyes, there we go, boom, Van eyes. that's where I'm from where the the Cobra Kai is um in that area the valley um it, it's possible perhaps friend that you if you haven't that um you know somebody or listen to somebody's podcast who has been uh, in experience of other dimensions and has seen what others may perceive or call as um entities that do exist outside of our physical perceptions and if one were to practice that on an ongoing basis, one might perceive that for themselves, not using physical senses like eyes and ears and tongues and whatnot, but perhaps there are uh, similar um, vibrational uh, frequencies that correspond, corresponding frequencies that, w- w- that one could um, experience those other dimensions, perhaps, if one uh, were so inclined. And maybe there are certain foods or drinks that more easily facilitate that and of course you know you would want to do it all on the up and up and perfectly legal uh within your jurisdiction there are places in the world where certain things are legal and uh ritualistic or spiritual or um you know allowed under those kind of circumstances and some people may go on journeys to have those experiences and i think that's pretty neat and uh, experiences I've had have led me to do the work that I do and say and share the things that I try to share and express in these episodes and in the books and everything. And so hopefully you, um, you know, take from that what you what you can and, and want to. And there is uh, what I perceived in um, a recent experience, um, some might refer to as the beast. Uh, actually, my friend did refer to it as beast as we discussed it, and um got into that and then there is the light and I was given instructions um <sighs> uh, well there's you know it's important that that we each do our own work, I think, and we we, we try to We try to um, have our own experiences and be able to tap into our own truth, right? Because, cause, you know, somebody could be misleading us. People who could be smiling and lying to our face, and they may have very powerful frames, and we wouldn't, and we would think that this person means well for us, and yet they, and they may even mean well. People might do it unintentionally, uh, mis uh, mislead us, or lead us astray, and or they may be doing it intentionally, and uh, you know, and And if we are at the pop level of it, right, we're chewing it out, spitting it out, we're not thinking that hard about it, then we may be in for um, a ride or a path that we uh, don't even realize. And I think that's happening to a lot of people right now. And um, alternatively, one may dig into, throw out the bubble gum and look for perhaps more powerful programs to program oneself with. There is no spoon, and you could know kung fu if you understand programs and invest in programs that move you forward and uplift you and perhaps um, entrain you and uh, uplift you into those higher frequencies, and you could do that on purpose if you so chose. And you would find resources and you'd find that probably people that are on that frequency tend to hang out, hang out with and support other people along those frequencies that are moving in the same direction. And if you can, you know, get in with those people and those frequencies, then you will naturally feel your own frequencies raise. You will notice more miracles and magic in your own life. And That is, I think, uh, a powerful and amazing thing. I would encourage you to take those kind of people and, and, uh, you know, groups out and whatnot. I try to provide that here. Hopefully, you agree and you experience that for yourself and feel at some deep level that uh, that is what I'm accomplishing here, us too, because you're listening, right? I'm just saying it to myself. Then, um, you know, it's radiating out there and and attracting people that are at this frequency or moving into it, shifting into it as we all shift together. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just drove by in an accident. <sighs> oh. and Now I'm on the wide open road, Fred Now I'm heading home. <laughs> future's wide open. I can see clearly (laughs) I could drive on any of the four lanes ahead of me. I've got a lot of bandwidth right now, friend. And I'm gonna let that guy pass because I'm just enjoying the ride. And I hope you are too. And I appreciate you being here. And I'm trying not to get all sappy and overwhelmed with the motion, but I hold a lot back. I try to keep it within certain parameters for safety's sake, and uh, hopefully you're getting bits and pieces, if not the whole download. So I appreciate you, friend. Take care. Until next time, be flowing. <laughs>